0: Bring it up, Jake. Better you bet on the BetQL Network. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and you. Oh, what a 60 minutes we've got coming your way. Bets of Steel in moments. Oh, man, I, I love this NHL card tonight. I really do. I don't know if I'm gonna sweep the board, but I feel like I feel like I'm gonna have a winning night tonight on the ice. I really do feel that way, and hopefully that'll be the case. I could use a winning night. Um, after October, it's been lose Vember, so I need Locktober, <laughs> some October vibes back in my life here. <laughs> it's being honest.
1: Broke broke Vember, yeah,
0: it's pretty good. Bro- bro- it's, it is broke Vember right now. I normally don't get the like text on Monday morning, like hey, like can you send some now that I got that I got yeah. this past Monday? Yeah, it's not the, it's kind
1: cl- of a lot. Kind of a big deal.
0: <laughs> can, can, can you send some mm-hmm. like at this can, like actually like right now, please? Like yeah, at this second, like here's please. the
1: it's just the address. It's just like I, yeah, <laughs> like neat like your balance needed here. Thanks.
0: All right, look at listen that Rangers Diamondbacks exact matchup. Thank you, God. <laughs> Thank you, God. All right. So we'll get back. We'll get back to our winning ways tonight in the National Hockey League or not. We'll find out coming up in moments what our bets are. Uh, the games we've already bet for week 10 in the National Football League on the way as well. Uh, we'll give you some gone too far college basketball plays. Tyler, the creator of winning college basketball bets will give us a play as well. And in 20 minutes, we'll get some golf bets coming up for the weekend from our pal Jason Sobel from SiriusXM PGA tour radio. But. It is Tuesday, which means it's day two of Lochmas, and on day two of Lochmas, Santa, aka Ken Barkley, tells us how to bet the Heisman Trophy, a very interesting market right now, where I I don't know, and Ken's curious before we like play the imaging and get this started. Let's get it started, huh? uh have we had a Heisman market recently, and like maybe I'm like missing the boat and maybe this like happened last year, where like every single week for like four weeks straight we've had a new favorite. Like, that generally doesn't happen, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, because even last year where Caleb was a kind of a surprise winner based on the first half of the season, like, Stroud was a favorite for, like, almost the entire year until the last month, basically. Um, I'm just thinking back to previous years. I guess the, uh, the you know, I didn't follow the market the Devontae Smith year very closely um, where, like, oh, him and oh, Mac you Jones and mean the a couple COVID other players. Year? You mean the pandemic? Like, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so it did. Like I'm gonna guess that one got pretty crazy because a wide receiver one. I'm gonna guess that was pretty nuts. But yeah, it, like the Burrow year was really quiet. Um, Devontae, we just did last year. We did. There's one in the middle. I'm, who am I missing? Uh, there's one other. See, one other season in there that I'm missing. Which, which again, oh Bryce Young, um, which was not like he wasn't like a. I mean, he was mostly favored the whole time. He opened the season as the favorite in the market. It was him and two other players. So, yeah, yeah uh, I think you're right, to your to your point. And I will also add, like, I don't think we're done. And I think everyone doesn't think we're done because the amount of high-profile games that are remaining.
0: All right, so let's get to it right now. It is, in fact, gentlemen, day two of Lochmas. College
1: football is the best time of the year. The fight songs announcer's going crazy. McQueen!
2: He's still on his feet! Oh, my goodness! It's gone!
1: Unbelievable! The roar of the crowd. Oh, yes! But for Nick and Ken, college football only sounds
0: like one thing. Well, our pal, our pal Kevin Lapka is with us today. Matt Pisani, who you know from Sunday mornings, did the first two hours of the show. Kevin Lapka for the second two hours. Now, people watching on video, you saw Mike Brown, you know, downtown Mike Brown, doing a great job, pantomiming the video there, like we'd have in like the Lochmas intro with McLean and like that crazy UCF game. Do you think Mike Brown's recording a new one as he cavorts on his tropical vacation right now in the middle of football season, or no?
1: Back to pass. Time to drink another daiquiri. Unbelievable.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, great, great for Mike Brown to be on vacation. You know, we're on day
1: 130 of straight shows on this network. <laughs>
0: right. Well, tough for us to complain when Tyler Morales is with us right now. Literally, nah, Jolton I mean, yeah, Joe DiMaggio. That's,
1: that's Joltin, Joltin
0: Tyler Morales. Uh, we're never off. Yep, we got more so off
1: days than he does. Yeah.
0: it's It's that time of year. All right. Shout out to Mike Brown. You know what? No. Actually I don't shout him out.
1: No, no shout outs. <laughs> no 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 shoutouts. Even hits.
0: Yeah. Alright. Oh, oh oh it's in. Deeper and deeper. Oh, way, no, way down. In. Oh, it's in. Oh, yeah. Alright. Uh here's the current Heisman <laughs> Trophy market at BetMGM. Michael Penix Jr. is your favorite, plus one fifty. Bo Nix, two. Jaden Daniels, three. JJ McCarthy, six. Jordan Travis, eight. Maserati, Marv Marvin Harrison ten, and Carson Beck twenty to one. I I have chosen to draw the line there, the gentleman line. If you think anything else is anyone else is interesting, Ken, please bring it up. Uh, how are we betting the Heisman Trophy here as we approach Week Eleven in the great sport?
1: I uh, I would cross Carson Beck off too. Honestly, like I draw the line with Harrison, and we're left with the same six players we had last week. Now it's important to note. I was going to say it's too late, but I maybe it's not. Uh, if you missed the show, gone last too far. Week, gone too well. Uh, I don't. I don't think this market has gone too far. I think it's like it's actually for a for a college football market, the most insane sport with the most insane fans. It's a pretty normal market. Uh, we bet this, or I bet this, really aggressively last week, and talked about it on the show. That like after weeks of eh, not sure, eh, not really going to do anything yet, it was like no, no. Here's where we're. Here's what I'm doing. Knicks, Harrison, heavy, and we're going to take that to the finish line and try to get the winner. Um, that still applies. I still like those two players the most. The really impactful game result was Washington not losing. Pennix, like, it almost didn't even matter how he played. They just had to win. and to win the damn game. And because they won in a high-scoring game against USC, he retook the favorite spot. Uh, but a couple interesting things have happened. McCarthy continues to be embroiled in this cheating scandal, which is not going to go away. Uh, a couple different people who vote for the Heisman. Now, the Heisman has a ton of voters. So like six people saying something is not really going to get your attention, except when they're all saying the same thing, uh, which is to publicly say on social media, I'm not voting for J.J. McCarthy because of what's happening. And they're saying that they're saying it already. So like, cool, just draw a line through that name. That's done. Doesn't matter how he plays the rest of the year, if this is what it's gonna be. I think you can very safely do that, at least from a betting standpoint. And you're seeing that with how his price is dropping. <laughs> you do anything wrong, they want a million to nothing, uh, and his price has fallen off. Now, the athletic does a straw poll for the Heisman. It's not the end-all-be-all. I do think it's interesting, and I think that uh there are a couple other places that do some polling with like, you know, they have three or four reporters, they all talk about it. Jordan Travis, which I said this last week too, continues to get zero pub for this award zero promotion they don't have high, like as high profile games remaining as some of the other teams they got like miami and they got florida like that's not like oregon's got washington in a rematch in the pac-12 title game probably like that's gonna be a little better and um travis is still really low priced and we talked about this last week i think you just draw a line through that one too Jaden daniels lost and actually like a really like unlucky for him, honestly, like you kind of feel bad, played unbelievable in the game, but got knocked out of the game by Alabama on like a huge hit, ended up sustaining like about 17 different injuries. It looked like on the play that they end up losing. That's their third loss of the season. Like they're irrelevant now. And the other players who have won the Heisman who had three losses are like Lamar Jackson and Tim Tebow. Doesn't seem like Daniels is that, although he's awesome. Like, I'm crossing him off. And so we're right back where we started again. Uh, the athletic poll for this week, Pennix retook the lead, got 17 of the first place votes. Marvin Harrison Jr. was second. He won the poll last week. Bo Nix was third. So if you're keeping track at home, it's like, guy Ken wants to lose, favorite. The two guys Ken has, second, third. Uh, I really think Washington's going to lose at some point. And maybe it takes till the end. So like, play it out. They lose once before the Pac-12 title game. I think Harrison or Nyx wins. They go to the Pac-12 title game undefeated, but Oregon beats them. I think Knicks wins. Like, it's really just Washington runs the table that I think I lose. There's other ways I probably lose. But in my brain, this is how I lose. Like this, they gotta Washington wins every game and they beat Oregon again. That they go undefeated, he wins the Heisman. Any slip-up, especially at the end, honestly, and I think one of my guys wins. And I really don't think Harrison's dead for this. Like, he never gets priced like he can win. And then we have these straw polls and everybody loves him. And you know what some of these people do? Vote. And you know what other people do? Vote for the Heisman. They all love Marvin Harrison Jr. And again, like, who cares what I think? I'm going to shut up and listen to all these people. They're all telling me he's going to win. Like I had it behind Jordan Travis. Who's voted for Jordan Travis publicly of anyone? I got people voting for Harrison. The price is nuts. It's absolutely insane. He needs to be like the third choice to win, honestly. Like Daniels and him can have the same price and the cheating quarterback can be right behind them. So just like, cool, Penix can be the favorite right now. The crux of my handicap is like, I don't think Washington's good enough to do this. I think they're going to lose to somebody. And even if they make it all the way to the end and they lose to Bo Nix, I think Bo Nix wins when that happens. So still like the two players, the price on both has gotten worse. But like, you want to know who to bet on? Like, those are the two I'm taking to the finish line. Uh, I I don't think anything has
0: changed in that way. Okay. Anything else on the Heisman Trophy or we want to do some hockey? No, let's do hockey. All right. And that is uh that is day two of Lochmas here on You Better You Bet. Stay tuned tomorrow, where it's Wednesday. Day three of Lochmas.
1: What are we gonna do? I don't know. Do
0: <laughs> you wanna give us a uh, I, I, I liked like the bet reveal. Like here's a bet for the weekend.
1: Yeah. that means I have to do the work ahead of time. Yeah, so, I don't know. That's up to you. Uh hey, yeah, I'll give you I'll give you a bet reveal. I like Michigan. Like a lot. What nobody else does. What do you think
0: the what do you think the right number in the game is?
1: Like, where really would you stop betting
0: Michigan?
1: Let me get the. Let me make sure the market hasn't changed since the last time I looked at this. Is it four uh, and a half? Yeah, still four and a half. Um, I don't. I don't know how Penn State's scoring points like any of them. Threes, sevens, maybe a two. I don't. I don't know how that's getting on the board. Did Zippo against Ohio State? Michigan's defense is just as good, if not better. The game is like a noon road game. This isn't like Penn State at night in the whiteout or anything. Like it'll be loud, but like I don't think they can score. And like if they can I mean, I just I don't. I stranger things have happened. Like it's Penn, it's Penn State hosting a game. Like of course they can win. I think it might end up being like one kind of like Ohio State, but not really like a game though it's where it's like a ten point game and it never feels like the other teams coming back because they just can't score in the game like here's Michigan like in the second quarter it's 17-7 be like cool you can go out you can go outside and like you know have a great time like you're not missing anything here like Michigan's got it uh I think they're more than this amount better than most teams in the country maybe I can be wrong maybe all the sign stealing means they're not good anymore or or something also I feel like people are somehow betting that and that's totally nuts somebody watch Penn State's offense no shot
0: all right, we'll get back to our bets of steel, back to our hockey bets coming up in 20 minutes, plus the games we've already bet for Week 10 in the National Football League and the Gone Too Far College Basketball plays. And Tyler, the creator of winning college basketball bets, his college basketball bets for tonight. But joining us right now to talk some golf bets coming up for this weekend, the Butterfield Bermuda Championship. At some point, we're going to have this guy on, and we're going to talk about some like actual really good tournaments. But until <laughs> then, we've still got some golf to bet on. And joining us right now to talk about it is our Sirius XM teammate, Sirius XM PGA Tour radio host. Also does great work for our friends over at the Action Network, and that is Jason Sobel, looking resplendent today in like Houston Oilers blue, I guess is like how I would describe this color, like not quite teal, but not quite royal. Like a beautiful shade of blue for a beautiful man on Twitter at mm-hmm. Jason Sobel T A N, my friend. We appreciate you joining us once again to talk some golf here on You Better You Bet. How's it going?
2: Hello boys. Thanks for having me on. First of all, I know you probably can't tell me from Derek Henry, but you know, he's he's just a little <laughs> bit bigger than me secondly i will tell you that the fact that you guys have me on during weeks like the butterfield bermuda being actually
0: being i think we're gonna have some issues with jason's hey, jason let, let's do this jason if you can hear me the video is being a little choppy here we're gonna have jake call jason on the phone and we'll get jason back up on the line here in a second so for people yep. watching on video Listen, Jason looks very handsome. I, He said, Derek, I think it looks like a little bit like Will Levis to me right now. Maybe put some mayo yeah, on his nice. coffee. So, uh, so yeah. I think his video is stabilized. Jason, Jake's going to call you in a second here. We'll do the interview on the phone to make sure that we can get him on. I think Jason was in the midst of complimenting us, right? Because we're talking golf on a week like yeah. this with everything else going it, on. But look, you know that's why? what we do.
1: Because we we like betting a, a lot. And it doesn't really yes. matter what the golf tournament is like at all. Yes, We, we, we good. The, and this tournament gets wacky. All the time. I mean, just think, like, you're on, it's November, and you're in, like, a tropical destination. Sounds like Mike Brown, maybe he's at the tournament. You're in November, and you're in a tropical destination. Like, yeah, yeah, it can get crazy sometimes. Yeah, we want to bet on it, of course.
0: Uh, Jason, you are in the midst of complimenting us, and far be it for me from stopping you from doing so. (laughs)
1: Uh, Yeah, so thanks, Nick.
2: I, I will tell you guys in all seriousness that when it comes to you having me on the show during Butterfield Bermuda Championship Week when nobody else wants to talk off whatsoever. You know what that does? When it gets to Masters Week five months from now and I get 863 calls to be on different radio shows, different programs around the country, you guys are at the top of the list because you guys were having me on this week. You guys have locked it in now for any week you want me and everyone else who just wants to swoop in and, you know, oh, it's a big event. let's have Jason? No, no, no. I'm sticking with my guys. They had me in Bermuda on that event, I'm going to be with you guys for the big ones too. So just want you to know that.
1: And that's, I mean, friendships made during the Butterfield Bermuda Championship last forever. That's what we always say about this tournament. So it's going to be outstanding. Uh, and Jason, I was saying this too. I, and I think I'm right about this. Although, to be fair, I don't know if I've watched this tournament every year. All I remember about this tournament is that like one year there was a hurricane during it and like nobody nobody could even almost finish their round. Somebody random ended up winning. There was also a year where like no one could get into the country because of COVID. It just seems like weird, crazy stuff happens. Like Bermuda, this time of year, no one's playing in the tournament that's good, or that's like at the top of the rankings, I should say. Am I right about that? Like has this been a particularly wacky tournament historically? So this is only the fifth edition of the event, but yeah, you're right about that. Two years ago, I
2: think it was, Lucas Herbert from Australia wound up winning. Poor Taylor Pendrith was like, he was up like four or five going into the round and shot a million that day. I mean, the, the wind was blowing all over the place. It was hurricane-like conditions. I will tell you how weird this one is. Here's another couple of stats for you. The low 72-hole record for this event is held by Brendan Todd, who's about the shortest straightest hitter there is on the PGA Tour. The low 18-hole score is Taylor Pendrith who's one of the longest hitters on the PGA Tour. A few years ago, Brian Gay, who's now over 50 years old, playing the Champions Tour, he's as short as they come. He beat Wyndham Clark in a playoff, who's one of the longest players out there. So we we talk on a weekly basis about trying to handicap these things, trying to figure them out. Figure that out when there's an event that it, it literally is the longest and shortest players have played the best on this golf course.
0: All right. So, yeah, that's, maybe we'll see some weird things coming up this weekend at the Butterfield Bermuda. Jason, let's let's start handicapping here at the top of the board. A- Adam Scott's the favorite here at uh, 16 to 1. Uh, Batiste up next, along with Brendan Todd, the aforementioned Brendan Todd, Alex Noren, the Belgian bomber Thomas Dietrich, Alex Smalley, Ben Griffin, the aforementioned Lucas Herbert, the aforementioned Taylor Pendrith. A lot going on here. Uh, how do we handicap the golfers at the top of the board this week at the old Butterfield?
2: Yeah, so what I will say is that it's actually a decent number. If I, look, I wouldn't advise betting for the top six uh, at the board. You're just not going to turn a profit doing that kind of thing. But uh, for a year that we've seen a lot of guys at the top of the board with a number of eight to one, nine to one, ten to one, even twelve to one. Adam Scott is trading in most books right now, right around sixteen to one, which it's a pretty good number for a favorite in a fairly inferior field without too many big-time players in it really without almost any big-time players in it so uh, i will say that if you like one of the guys near the top at least you're getting a little bit of a bargain you're getting a little bit of a break this week for me if i'm taking one of those guys my favorite outright on the board is alex noran he opened at 25 he's shortened up a little bit in most books over the last 24 48 hours but I, i think he's a guy that's got a few things going for him first of all He's in good form, three top 15 finishes in his last eight starts. He's only played this event once before, but he was 15th a few years ago, shot four rounds in the 60s. But what I like most about him, very much like Eric Van Royen last week, is that he's been a world class player. He's been a guy that's done it on some of the bigger stages. He's won 10 times on the DP World Tour, so we know he's a guy that isn't afraid of the spotlight when he's coming down the stretch and trying to win a golf tournament. And it feels like the odds haven't quite caught up to that, okay, they've shortened over the last day or so. But I still like targeting those players who have kind of been there, done that, and are trying to get back to that place as opposed to a young player who's trying to do it for the first time.
1: Jason I I know you and you know I think he came on the show and gave out Rio Ishikawa to win the the Zozo and to your credit like he was in like the final three pairings on Sunday like didn't end up winning the tournament Morikawa did but I mean that, I'm guessing that was kind of an incredible sweat especially over the weekend and this tournament if this gets nuts if like the, the equivalent of Herbert wins again except not him because he's low priced this time there have to be some random players down the odds where I mean, you mentioned it, long hitter short hitter like the happy go,mer green jacket, gold jacket, who gives a bleep. Like, doesn't matter kind of what your game is, this just all feels really random. What is a really long priced guy who could win this tournament? Yeah, so my strategy this week is Alex Norin,
2: and then I'm going down into the triple digits. Uh, a guy like Camilo Vijegas, we just saw him finish in second place last week, played some great golf in Cabo at the Worldwide Technology Championship. He's a guy who's shown that he can be a momentum player a handful of times during his career, he's backed up a really good week with a a good week, a good performance the following week as well. And so, Camilo, I I would have guessed, especially in this field and some of the players that are in the 40-to-1, 50-to-1 range, I would have thought he'd be there. He's trading at about 100-to-1 right now, which I think is a great number on a guy who just contended a few days ago. Looking a little further down the board, Kelly Kraft is starting to play some really good golf. He gets the advantage of being in the very first tee time tomorrow morning. I like him for a first-round leader play, but I do like him for four-round bets as well. I think he's a guy that's very steadily, sneakily trying to play some good golf lately. I just threw a couple bucks on David Lingmurth, who's about 150-1 to right now. Jason Duffner's uh, right around there, maybe a little bit even longer, maybe around 180 in some books. Satoshi Kodera, if you want to go – that far, I mean, there, there's some names that are in those triple digits that you're like, you know what? I don't know. Maybe the guy at 40-1 to one certainly has a better chance he has four times of a better chance of winning than Jason Duffner. Not really. And so I'd rather chase some of those bigger numbers.
0: You better you bet with Nick and Ken here on a Tuesday. We are talking the Butterfield Bermuda Championship with our pal Jason Sobel from SiriusXM PGA Tour Radio and the Action Network on Twitter at Jason Sobel, T-A-N. Jason, anywhere else on the board could be another outright that you like a matchup a top 10 one other bet that you like and we encourage everyone to go to the action network jason always has full write-ups of every tournament big or small and check out for all of jason's bets jason just like your one other favorite bet for our listeners and viewers coming up for the butterfield
2: i just gave this one out on the gimme our show that we do on the action network platforms every tuesday afternoon and uh, this is not a sexy play by any means, but if you're looking to just boost the bankroll a little bit, Austin Smotherman at plus 105 for a top 40. Again, look, this is not something that's going to knock your socks off. You're not going to the 19th hole this week on, I got a great play for you. you got, no one cares. That said, this one is going, it's an inferior field. This one's going so deep that if you've got a pulse and you've got golf clubs and you can get a plane ticket, you essentially can get into this field, which means that the bottom half of the field is very, very light this week. There's not a whole lot of guys that are playing on a regular basis who are at the bottom half of this field. So top 40s are going to be easier to find. I like Smotherman as a guy who I've liked him throughout the last year, hasn't played his best golf, but I do think he's got a nice future ahead of him. He was 23rd here a year ago, so I'm willing to go back to that well and say that he can do it again.
1: Jason, we'll uh, we'll get you out of here on this. I have the standings up for the college football pool that you and I both take part in, hosted by a mutual friend that you and I both been in for like a decade. Uh, You are tied for fourth out of uh, like 40 people. So you're doing really well. 56 and 44 against the spread. Very, very respectable. Tied for fourth slightly further down. Uh, my entry would affectionately called kablamo uh, who and i am 51 and 49 so so closer to 500 you're doing a lot better i know the last time we had john you're like ah it's tuesday like i don't have anything for you yet i must again ask since you are better than me at betting college football oregon's like two touchdowns against usc michigan's four and a half on the road against penn state anything college football this weekend to get you out on here
0: and, and, and by the uh, way, yeah. just real quick, it is – hold up real quick. It is unacceptable for you to not have an answer this time.
1: Oh, okay. and that.
2: All right. First of all, guys, I'm coming off the greatest football betting weekend of my entire life. Just smashed. I know this is one of those weekends where, like, the public hit, and I, I guess I'm as public as they come because, uh, you know, from Kansas State to uh, Oregon, Oklahoma State to the Raiders to the Packers, I mean, everything was – great this weekend so that said uh, you mentioned Oregon against USC I know USC's got a new D coordinator in or at least getting rid of the old guy I'm not sure that's going to work I've got so many Bo Nix Heisman tickets that I've been riding Oregon the entire time hopefully that uh, missed field goal at the end of the Washington game doesn't hurt Nix's chances you know I know they lost the game and I know you want to go with the guy that's playing for an undefeated team, but uh, it wasn't Bo Nix's fault they didn't make a field goal at the end of the game, so I'm hanging on to all those Bo Nix tickets, and I'm all in on Oregon, and hopefully they look at this game and say, hey, let's try to get our guy the Heisman, let's run up the score a little bit, and Nix throws for five or six touchdowns against them.
0: In all seriousness, how many, and like, I am sure the number is really high. I'm, I mean that sincerely. How many texts do you get? like Masters Week, from like shows around the country for you to like come on their radio show or TV show or whatever to break down the Masters?
2: On one day. So one day when I was with Golf Channel, which is going back, let's just call it 2013 or 14. I, one year I didn't cover the Masters. Uh, about 10 years ago, for whatever reason, we only had a certain amount of credentials. We split them up. I was going to go to the British Open instead. And so whatever, whatever it was. I stayed home and I told our... Our PR guy, hey, anything you have, send my way. I have a bunch coming my way. I did, I think it was 39 radio interviews in one afternoon or one day. Oh, I mean, literally starting at 7 in the morning till 10 o'clock at night. I did 39 in a day.
0: Yeah, I would I would need to take, oh, like, the oh, next dear. day. Oh, by, dear God. Yeah, just, like, hearing <laughs> oh, that's God. giving me anxiety. My brain oh, would be God. soup. Uh, Jason's the absolute best. And, yeah, man, like, I, I thought I'm a little offended I thought we were already kind of, like, friends to the degree that, like, even if we didn't talk in between now and April, you'd still come on with us for the Masters. But listen, if it took, like, the butter, like, to get us there, then, like, then I'm down with that, yeah. man. This is what we need to cross that bridge to get you on for all the majors. We really appreciate it. Uh, Jason is on Twitter, at Jason T A N. You got to check out his work over at the Action Network, and you can listen to him, of course, uh, SiriusXM team of ours on Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio. My friend, we appreciate it. Good luck with Smotherman at the butter, and we'll talk to you soon.
2: Thank you, guys. This is just my way of saying thank you. Thank you for talking Bermuda Championship with me. I appreciate it. And, you know, I'm here for you guys whenever you need me, even on a big week, whatever else is calling.
0: Great. Well, uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> right, right, Yeah, we'll, we'll talk to you for the next tournament. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll What's the RSM
1: like. Classic next week? We'll, like, we'll see you Tuesday. Well, actually,
0: uh, day three of Lochmas will actually feature a guest host this week.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Sobelness.
0: 39... Thirty-nine radio. Yeah, you haven't I mean, you
1: haven't even you haven't even broken that. Record.
0: I haven't even I haven't even sniffed that in one day.
1: I know. Yeah, like I've outrageous. done like eight like, well, eight
0: like eight to ten in one day before.
1: Right, and then you do the show later, which is why that's like, true. The show I do is the, the show equivalent of like 50, 50 radio. Yes, yeah, that's, so that's true. That's a lot, but it is that's that is an outrageous number. That's I mean I can't when even I imagine was, the last ten of those.
0: When I was at CBS, I hope the year that Mikael Hardman committed to Georgia. I hosted National Signing Day. I think it was like it was 2016, maybe. Because I re- I remember his designation was athlete. Like he didn't even have a position. He was just like athlete. Right. And he committed to Georgia. um That's the oh, and that's also the um, that's the that's the Rashawn Gary commitment to Michigan. Also, oh, that's the National yeah. Signing. I I I think the show was like ten hours long. I think I was on for like ten hours straight. <laughs> the,
1: the year cole Hardman committed to Georgia. I was just and, like and what? Rashawn
0: Gary went to Michigan. It was like, yeah. oh, my God, like Jim Harbaugh is going to be this unbelievable in. recruit. Yeah. I should have tuned in. Well, me, neither. Yeah. me neither. All right, on the other side, <laughs> hockey bets, bets of steel. Uh, gone too far, college basketball, Tyler's College Hoops, and the games we've already bet for week 10 in the NFL. Day two of Lockmas, day three of Lockman's coming up tomorrow. All right, let's at least start our NHL betting here. We're going to have a really busy final segment of the show. Jason Sobel will join us next. Let's start the NHL betting for tonight, Jake, with bets of steel.
1: It's time for Nick and Ken's Hockey Bets. Drop the puck. It's Bets of Steel.
0: All right, Jake, let's drop the puck five times in honor of the five shows that Mike Brown will miss while he's on vacation.
1: Drop the puck. Drop the puck. Drop the puck. Drop the puck. Drop the puck.
0: a <laughs> computer, man. That computer's struggling, man. <laughs> like, what's get as the third. Drop the buck Big time the, delay. Drop
1: the puck. <laughs> poor. All right,
0: all right. Let's start our betting sojourn tonight in the National Hockey League, Ken, in uh, in Montreal with the Canadiens hosting the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, we don't have a confirmed goalie matchup. The game starts in like 40 minutes, unless like my site's wrong again and you have a correct one. I think it's Allen and Matt Tompkins, you know, Kembrell's <laughs> brother starting tonight for Tampa Bay. Uh, I'll be quick here. I, 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 I like Montreal tonight at a plus price. I like the Canadians coming coming off uh, last night's Tampa Bay loss in Toronto. Give me the Canadians plus 105 with Jake Allen playing tonight. Montreal on the money line for me.
1: Yeah, totally agree. Uh, Tampa Bay is one of the worst road teams in the NHL. Uh, they just happened to play a Toronto team that is brutal at home yesterday, and so that game ended up being close. I wish we were getting a better. Man, this price sucks, though. I it's like not great. Montreal, but like, at some point, I have to not like Montreal. Like, I'm, when I'm going to pay a minus price pretty soon for Montreal, no. Uh, Montreal, but it's like not my favorite bet because the price is so bad. It's actually close to me not playing it anymore.
0: All right, uh, we, we will have more NHL bets coming up, like a lot more NHL bets, a lot of games tonight. I got to bet bets on a lot of them. We'll do that to start the final segments of the show. We'll also tell you the gone-too-far college hoops bets of the night, Tyler's college basketball bets, and uh, our early bets, the games we've already bet for Week 10 in the National Football League. I'm already getting anxiety thinking about how we're going to manage that final segment of the show. But coming up next, our pal Jason Sobel from Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio stops by Golf Bets coming up for the weekend with our friend Jason Sobel.
2: We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM (laughs) on the BetQL
1: Network. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network.
0: Uh, thank yous, then college hoops, Pen the games we've already bet. I'm saying that more for myself than I am for anybody else. There's the traffic for the final segment of the show today. All right, we move on. Uh, Ken and I both like the Canadians. Uh, to the Sabres and the Hurricanes, Ken, in Carolina, with Carolina, massive favorite in this game.
1: Sorry, I just got a really interesting note from somebody. Never mind. I, uh, I don't think I can... Okay, so I got, I got a note from somebody... People are trying to add Aaron Rodgers to comeback player of the year at multiple different sports books, and the sportsbooks are telling them because of his injury uncertainty, they're not going to add him right now.
0: But like, why? But like, why that, wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they?
1: I don't understand.
0: Does that That's mean like, like that, that probably mean, it means they're scared of getting burned, right?
1: I guess because they don't know what it is. So how do you price it? I mean, what do you think you can price? damar hamlin effectively he I, like. I gotta
0: tell you something i feel like what i'm saying is giving like hashtag the sports books like way too much credit
1: are, yeah, are they thinking
0: not. like the answer you know what yeah, i i definitely am what i was gonna say is do yes. you think they're like if he plays one snap we lose so like, no. we gotta f- really figure out what the price is I,
1: I think they like don't understand how anything works and so they're like I, I, well I, we I, could yeah. like we're we're like we're going to be exposed on this. It's like no you're not. you you offer the softest award markets in every other sport and you're worried about Aaron Rodgers comeback player of the year against the guy who everyone just voted for at midseason who died on the field last year and you're worried about Rodgers burning you? Really? Just like really funny. Uh our show sponsor BetMGM has him up. They're not afraid. They're not afraid no. to put him up. Aaron Rodgers 28 to 1. walk together. Dude, no.
0: <laughs> Torn Achilles in week one. Now he's back for week 18. Yeah. All right. So, Ben MGM, the king of books, you are home to Ben Aaron Rodgers, comeback player. Sorry. Uh,
1: I got the note, like, right okay. when you asked me the question, I got the note from somebody who was trying to get it put up in a book, and they're like, we're not doing it. I was like, what? You're not doing it? <laughs> what, what is wrong with you?
0: All right. Let's blaze uh, through this here. Let's blaze yeah, through this here. Uh, no, yeah, you're good. Sabres, uh, Sabres Hurricanes.
1: Yeah, uh, Hurricanes are the, the best home team in hockey. They've been really kind of uh, polar opposites home road so far this year. I'm laying them on the puck line. That's it.
0: Uh, I have no bets in this game with the Sabres and the Hurricanes. We will move on to the Wild and the Islanders on, on Long Island.
1: Uh, yeah, it's uh, another Varlamov start, and he's been, like, really, really, really good. And I like the under in the game. They're going against Flurry under six.
0: Uh, I have no bet in this game now. I actually bet over five and a half this morning. I was just like, okay, like... I get it. Varlamov's been good. Also, Flurry's been terrible. And like five and a half should be like Ottinger. Swayman is five and a half. Sure. Not like Flurry. Varlamov. So I bet over five and a half. Now it's six, I don't think it's worth betting. So I will pass the game. And I guess like I, I would guess I would bet the Islanders to win the game if I had to bet anything. Now, uh, Red Wings and the Rangers at the Garden. Jonathan Quick starting. Shostakin on the bench. Uh, we talked about this with Pete Blackburn. We both bet the Red Wings to win the game. It brings me no pleasure as a Rangers fan to say that. I think Detroit snaps out of it tonight. I like the Red Wings.
1: Yeah, Rangers, as they go more time with uh, with Adam Fox, obviously not playing, you feel like maybe the, the performance suffers a little bit. Usually the first game after a guy gets hurt, the team plays okay in all sports, and then that kind of subsides as the games go along and the value of the player starts kind of mounting. I think that's going to happen with the Rangers. I like Detroit also.
0: Uh, Jets and the Blues in St. Louis. I bet St. Louis on the money line tonight. Bennington likely against Connor Hellebook. Uh, I think Winnipeg's kind of on the downswing here, and St. Louis is starting to play really good hockey. Give me the Blues to win the game.
1: Uh, yeah, I like the blues, and then I'm—I think I'm passing Nashville, Calgary, and Seattle, Arizona. If you want to do those too.
0: Uh, Nashville, Calgary, I'll take the Predators to win. I think Calgary's just, like, bad. I think the Flames are just bad. UC Soros likely to start tonight. I'll take the Predators to win on the road in Calgary. I have nothing with the Kraken and the Coyotes. We can skip that. Ken, both of us like the avalanche on the puck line tonight, right, against the Devils. Colorado's been brutal recently, but now they're coming home. Nathan McKinnon quotes being like, we got to get it together here. I think they're going to play a great game tonight. No Jack Hughes for the Devils. I like the Avs to win by multiple goals.
1: Yeah, same thing. Just a second game without Hughes. I think it's a huge deal. I played the puck line the other day and it covered. uh, Yeah, in addition to Carolina, like probably one of the best home teams in hockey. Feels like a really good situation to play them.
0: Uh, Two more games for us to hit. Last week, I regretted not playing Anaheim to beat the Penguins in Pittsburgh. They did in overtime. Uh, Both of us like the Penguins in this game, but Ken, like this number, got got steamed out of control. Now sitting minus 185. I like the Penguins. Maybe I'll play the puck line. I might put them in a parlay, honestly, with some other teams to win. I don't want to lay minus 185, though.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like Montreal, just like the two sides that we like got steamed too much. Uh, Yeah, the Ducks are like the best story in hockey almost right now, aside from Vancouver, won five in a row. Their coach got bet a bunch. They're, They're good. They've also come from behind to win like every single one of those games, which tells you a little bit about their team quality. I'm with you on the Penguins. I wouldn't bet the Ducks tonight at all.
0: And then the Flyers and the Sharks to close things off in San Jose. Philly a minus one ninety road favorite. And again, San Jose been outscored in their last two games, twenty to three, and we're talking hockey here. Uh is it this as easy as Flyers Puck Line at plus money?
1: Yeah, it's Flyers Puck Line until it loses. We I bet Vancouver, Great. we did the same thing. Like I've, I've been betting it four straight games. Like, yeah, Flyers Puck line, yes.
0: Great. So Flyers at plus money on the road at the worst team maybe we've ever seen, the San Jose with no Sharks. Home those eyes. are they got ten no people showing eyes. up to the
1: game. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So so noted the hockey hotbed San Jose and those are our bets of steel for tonight in the National Hockey League thank you all out here and then we will uh, get to college basketball we'll drop the dope ass beat for the the rest of the show um, until actually we gotta do the sitcom music Uh, great guests on the show today Doug Kaziri and Pete Blackburn Jason Sobel we appreciate them Alex is our EP Tyler's our technical director Jake is our engineer Uh, and then we've got Matt Pisani and Kevin Lapka filling in for the vacationing downtown Mike Brown we appreciate both Matt and Kevin Bet MGM tonight is coming up after us a four-hour live extravaganza Jake please drop the dope-ass beat. Ben MGM's refer-a-friend promo. All you gotta do to do this, this is very weirdly written. Can we please change this? All you have to do is sign in and click on the refer a friend tab. In just a few simple steps, both you and your hashtag buddy will receive a $100 bonus, a bonus. Details can be found on BetMGM.com. Download the BetMGM app and start winning with the King of Sports Books today. Also download the BetQL app for all the... Oh, how about this? BetQL likes the Sharks on the money line tonight. The Sharks to win. I got to tell you, Sharks win tonight. I'll read every five-star play they've got the rest of the week on the show. God bless them with San Jose tonight. God bless san jose sharks against the philadelphia maybe it happens uh all right let's go to tyler the creator of winning college basketball bets tyler what's your college hoops bet for tonight
2: okay there's actually one good game today it's baylor auburn uh i'm gonna bet the over 147 and a half just quickly like baylor is like they lost Keontae george he went to the nba lj cryer transferred to houston adam flagler's gone and flo thamba's also gone so this is kind of a new baylor team and Auburn, the only loss is Wendell Green, which is probably a good thing for their offense. We did Like two real ones, remember two years ago, we bet all of his unders uh, road games. I like the over 147 and a half here. This game is in Sioux Falls, South Dakota in the Sanford Pentagon. And this total has been bet up like four points. I think most people are getting the same idea. I am small, gym and super uh, uh, friendly for shooters. I've actually been here before. I think there's going to be a ton of points here. And a uh, ton of three-point shootings. bad defense. I like the over 147. A lot of fast break points, I think.
0: That's the Tyler, the creator of winning college basketball bets. I will add that I would like for Mo Bamba and Flo Thamba to one day sign with WWE and form a tag team. I think would be pretty exceptional. <laughs> and uh, college, what's gone too far tonight in college hoops?
1: Uh, hopefully a lot of stuff Two two games stand out that have uh, gone too far. Uh, Man, these uh, these road underdogs against like power conference teams that got bet on, like, oh, they can keep it close. They, they didn't go so good yesterday, and there's another one today. Uh, IPFW, the Mastodons, actually, uh, they got bet against DePaul down to like 11, 11 and a half. Uh, we'll play DePaul. We'll play back. We think it's gone too far. And then the big mover of the day, UC Irvine, opened a pick against San Jose State. They're already bet out to four on the road. Uh, we will take San Jose State plus the four. Hashtag gone too far. So DePaul and San Jose State. We hope that those numbers have gone too far, and then we
0: win. Uh, Tyler will be posting these on Twitter. I hope there's a lot going on here. At you better, you bet. For people that might have missed the hashtag, gone too far bets, and Tyler is the creator of winning college basketball bets with the over in the Baylor game tonight. All right, now it's time for the games we've already bet for week ten in the NFL. Jake, lay down the knockoff sitcom music, please. At the conclusion of the Giants and the Cowboys. It's 60 minutes, except on the West Coast, and then it's murder. Your murder did that some bitch picked up the pen, started scribbling. She wrote (laughs) next on CBS. Ken, what are the games you've already bet for week 10 in the NFL?
1: Uh, There's a a few things I like for this week. Um, Probably going to hope the Ravens get bet a little more. Probably going to play the Browns in that game. Hope the Texans get a little more with the chase status. Going to play the Bengals in that game. Probably going to bet the Niners at three, but can wait like the Vikings at literally almost any number, the more I think about it against the saints. Uh, same with at Atlanta who nobody wants. Everyone's got jokes about Arthur Smith. Uh, okay. That's then this is the week to play Atlanta when nobody wants them. And they're almost a pick against Kyler Murray in the first game back. I think I am going to bet lions two and a half after the show. Cause it's likely to go to three. Uh, and I really, 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 really like Denver on Monday night football, probably too much.
0: All right. I'll quickly go through every single game and give a thought. Thursday night football, probably wait until the last minute in Bet Carolina. We should have more concrete information on Justin Fields' status coming up tomorrow on Wednesday. Probably wait until the last second in Bet Carolina, which makes me sick. Uh, nothing right now with the Colts and the Patriots. Maybe it's Tease New England. Um, we'll talk about that later in the week. I took a number that doesn't exist with the Texans. Now it's like, do I want a middle seven with Cincinnati? Maybe. We'll talk about that more tomorrow. I agree with Ken on the Vikings. Uh, I think I'm going to end up like, I might just bet Steelers money line if the price is going to be good enough. The number is now in between three and three and a half for the Steelers. Uh, I would never bet Green Bay in the game. Uh, Over for me with the Titans and the Buccaneers. I might just bet the Titans to win also, but likely the over. Uh, I laid two and a half with San Francisco. Two and a half. This total's going up also. I'd only bet the Niners. I agree with Ken. Browns or nothing. Uh, I hate Arthur Smith, but I also like the Falcons in this game against Arizona. We'll wait for the best number. Uh, maybe I'll bet the Lions after the game, too. Lean towards the under there. I bet Dallas 15 and a half. I'd bet this up to 17. I like the Cowboys, Commanders and the Seahawks, nothing. Jets and the Raiders, slight lean towards the Raiders, but nothing yet. And I also like the Broncos on Monday Night Football, more than a touchdown on the road. A Josh Allen, Sean McDermott, Ken Dorsey, and your Buffalo Bills. And that does it for an action-packed, terrific football Tuesday edition of You Better, You Bet. Ken, enjoy your NBA-less election night, and I will talk to you tomorrow.
1: Uh, sounds good. Go Flyers, and uh, going to get some sleep tonight. Going to be great.
0: Absolutely. Uh, To all our listeners and viewers, we appreciate you here on You Better, You Bet. And until we meet again tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern, I am Nick Costos wishing you minimal sweats, winning bets, and the absolute very best of luck.
2: Thanks for listening to You Better, You Bet. Up next, it's BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM.